0: Hey everybody, welcome to Empowerment Sessions with yours truly, Philip Suber. this podcast is meant to empower the authentic version of you, to impact the world around you like only you can. So before we get into our conversation, if you haven't already, please take a moment and subscribe, hit that subscribe button and also share with someone that you know. All right, ready? Let's go. is philip Suber, and welcome to another empowerment session hey i'm excited um thank you all again i'm always thanking you but um i don't think that it's um overstated i believe that it's good to exercise and practice gratitude and to be grateful and then be free enough to express that gratitude so i want to thank each and every one of you as you continue each week to listen to the podcast listen to the session and for those who those of you who reach out to me, Um, whether it's Instagram or, um, you know, whatever it may be, Um, thank you for even the feedback and just the notations of how this podcast has been strength. It's been a blessing to you and how it has empowered you. Today, I'm excited because I've had so many thoughts as we have been discussing um, seasons and different aspects of the seasons that we encounter in life. You know, I started to, just in my study and in my studying throughout the week, it's not primarily, what am I going to talk about on the podcast? Although I do have time where I gear towards it and I think about that and I strategize that. Um, But this week, it kind of really took a, uh, it took a direction that, in my mind, I hadn't necessarily planned to go. But with every podcast that I do, with every episode, I'm prayerful about what it is that I speak about, what it is that I'm saying. So if you feel in these sessions that you hear the heart of God, that you hear the mind of God, that you sense um, divinity, that you sense heaven speaking to you, that is that is my ultimate intention. Um, the source of power that we have, although it comes from that which is within i believe that the ultimate source of power is from god himself Um, and this is where we find that if we stay connected to him then we stay connected to an endless flow of strength of power um, of clarity of creativity he is the ultimate source and so in in my typical being prayerful about this but also um being more diligent in studying and seeking God and uh, being more mindful of his presence and what he's speaking and what it is that he's requiring of me um sometimes it overlaps into the episode because the fact of the matter is, is that it, it's a part of our life experience and so as I begin to study I begin to look at what we call the silent years, which is, the 400 year period in between the book of Malachi and the book of Matthew and the Bible, the, the gap between the old Testament and the new Testament. Um, I begin to just do some research on that and just thinking about, man, what is it like, um, uh, when God is silent? <laughs> and, and it was just incredible. Um, just the history behind it and all of the radical changes that took place as, uh, different kingdoms were established and taken over by others and then established in the conquering of Alexander the Great. And and you see how the settings and the plots begin to change behind the scenes. And so when you read the last portion of Malachi, you see one setting. But when you flip the page and you look into Matthew, there's a completely different setting with different characters. And I wanted to talk about um the silent seasons of our lives, because there are times where we feel as if God is not speaking to us, and there is a, a a hope in that, even in the midst of what may seem to be a season of silence, where you don't hear God, where you he you, you just don't hear you don't hear him, and sometimes you may question his presence if he's still there, but the underlying truth behind it is that he is behind the scenes and he is working he's actively working in the background and the plotting and the um the settings of your life and he's moving in aspects in which you may not even recognize him unless you pay attention to the last things in which he said to you because you would see that he holds true to his word and 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 when you look at matthew and the time of jesus's birth and um, John the Baptist. You see that it is literally a continuation of what God has spoken of through His prophets, um, and what He had spoken of through Daniel, what He had spoken of through Isaiah, and even as it relates to Malachi, that He would bring forth Elijah. He brings this into fruition, and so there is a season where we go from the proclamation. There um, is there is a, a season, a transitional season, in between the proclamation and the manifestation. There is a there is a season that we experience what seems like um, to be the absence or the silence of God. But he is actively working behind the scenes. He's actively working um, in the areas of our lives. And just because it is not necessarily announced on a daily basis doesn't mean that he isn't working. And just because it seems that he is silent doesn't mean that he's forgotten about the things in which he has spoken. And this leads me to what I want to talk about today. And I know you're probably like, man, this is good because you may feel like you're in that season. But in my studying, I begin to pause and I just begin to just meditate on, okay, God, what are you saying? And what is it that you want me to release in the podcast in this session um, that I'm currently recording right now? And I thought about this text in, um, in Hebrews chapter 12 when he talks about laying aside every weight and the sin that so easily beset us. But that chapter actually begins by saying that since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, and I began to do my due diligence and study this, and the scripture talks about this cloud of witnesses. Cloud um, is a depiction of a divine presence But the witnesses are not just spectators and people that are looking on, but in particular, um, he's referring to the witnesses noted in the previous chapter, Hebrews 11. And these witnesses are like I said, not just people who are just looking on um, nosy inquirers about, um, you know, just curious about the happenings of your life. No, these are people who have gone before us who were, hear me out, persuaded of a higher persuasion and I want to read this for you, and I realize that if you are um, a church gore, or if you're familiar with the Bible and in particular the New Testament, you've heard this passage of scripture before. But I want to bring out a bit of practicality that I believe is well worth um, discussing as we talk about seasons, because at the end of the day, we understand that seasons are temporary. That's, that's why they, they last for a period of time. It's for an appointed time and then another season comes. There's a transition in between those seasons that sometimes we don't necessarily understand or recognize the transition until it is clearly obvious, but we don't necessarily recognize the beginning of the transitions because sometimes transitions begin in subtlety, but even in that, Throughout the seasons of our lives, we must take on this underseason, this understanding rather that every season is working for us if we posture ourselves in the place um, to actively understand and know what each season is requiring from us. Although we may not know the ending work and basically what I'm saying is that sometimes Life will present situations and outcomes and scenarios that we ourselves would not have chosen for ourselves. And even in some instances, there were great doors and opportunities in favor that we may feel that we are not qualified for. And in a lot of times we aren't, um, but we are ready for it, even though we may feel like we're not ready for it. We're positioned for it, even though we may not feel that we're positioned for it. And it may go beyond our expectations because generally our expectations are governed by previous experiences and things that others have told us. But I want to bring out something in this scripture that really just stuck out to me in my study. And Hebrews 11 says And now faith, in verse one, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And as I begin to meditate upon this, the second verse says, For by it, the elders, those who have gone on before us, those seniors, those who are pillars in the faith, they obtained a good report. And in my my meditation of this, I begin to understand and see how the scripture is saying that our elders, our ancestors, they lived before us in such a way that they were persuaded in their faith. They were convinced of something beyond what they saw they were convinced of a higher persuasion they were convinced uh, beyond what they had experienced and when you look at the testimonies and the testaments of those who are mentioned in hebrews chapter 11 in particular one very familiar one that many of us know about is noah and in chapter 7 it says that noah being warned of god of things not seen as yet He moved with fear, fear, he was moved, he moved with a conviction, he moved with a persuasion that that caused him to build what had never been built, to prepare for what had never occurred. And then it says that Abram, and when you think about this, he he left to go to a place that he did not know. He left what he knew for something that he did not know. And then, when you look when you look at page, uh, chapter thirteen, rather verse thirteen. I'm sorry, it says that these all died in faith, having received, having uh, not having received the promises, um, but having seen them afar off, and were here's the keyword persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims um, on the earth. And here's the underlying theme and the thought behind this that I want to convey as we transition transition through the seasons of our lives, is that we have to live not from the persuasion of what we have already experienced in our own personal lives, but of a higher persuasion. In the business sector, when we talk about entrepreneurship and we talk about the reason why we pursue our goals and our visions and our dreams, Um, you would hear it often say that you have to have a why. And your why has to be convincing. Why did I start the business? Why did I start uh, my endeavor to gain this degree? Why did I endeavor (laughs) down this pathway to obtain this skill? Why did I set my heart for this particular goal? The why has to be strong enough to last and to endure throughout the changing of seasons in your life. And when I look at this scripture, I think about the truth that these individuals were persuaded of something that was bigger than them. And this persuasion, the author who is the Apostle Paul, he speaks about it in chapter 12 and says, since we understand that we're surrounded by examples and we are there's a divine presence over our lives of people who have lived from the point and the place of a higher conviction a higher persuasion let us take that same persuasion and begin to make the decision to lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets us, the things that set us back, the things that slow us down, the things that distract us, the things that become the very hindrances that keep us from running the race that is set for us. Whatever your portion of the race is, whether it is in the business sector, whether it is in the the political realm, whether it is in the realm of spirituality and your call to ministry, whether it is in the day-to-day dealings of your household, that portion, that race that is set before you, you have to take the same persuasion. And here's my question, what are you persuaded of? Because this life is full of people, businesses, powers that would love to get your attention and persuade you to fulfill their purpose and not your own. And if you're not careful, you will live your life from a low point of persuasion. And what do I mean by that? Are you persuaded only by your past experiences? where you can't see beyond what you've experienced and has become a mental blockage from believing something futuristically and believing that there's more to life than what you have experienced, that your life is not meant to be a sitcom on repeat where you play over and over and over again, where you you, you find it hard to believe that there is change in your favor, that there is a possibility of cycles being broken and a new path and a new expedition, a new door, a new opportunity will be open for you. Are you only persuaded by what you have seen? In other words, that you believe that your best days are behind you and not in front of you, that the greatest of opportunities are behind you and not before you. And that you qualify for something greater? Have you taken on the perspective that your past has disqualified you rather than knowing that your past has given, put more credentials and weight behind you in terms of wisdom, in terms of understanding, in terms of strategy, in terms of clarity, in terms of understanding, giving you something that you can even pour into the generations behind you because you have lived through some experiences of life? What level of persuasion are you living on? Are you persuaded only is your persuasion and your place of conviction based off of what your your family history has been? In other words, uh, cancer has always been in my family. Divorce has always been in my family. (laughs) Separation and toxic relationships, those things have always been been in my family. no Nobody has ever made above $80,000. Nobody, everybody in my family has been on welfare. Nobody in my family has been an entrepreneur. No one in my family has really stepped to the next level of the things that we've experienced. Nobody has gone beyond that. We've all just become repeaters of the cycles in which we have heard that have been rehearsed in our history. But are you persuaded beyond your family history? Are you persuaded beyond your own history? Are you persuaded beyond the expectations that other people have for you, whether good or bad? Are you persuaded of something deeper? Are you persuaded of something higher? something greater than what you've experienced and and as a preacher as a minister my mind went to ephesians 3:20, where he says that now i want to him being god who was able to do exceedingly abundantly above the things in which we ask and here's the key word i want to park and put my hat on think above what we can think your imagination and what your mind the thoughts that you're thinking and here it is according to the power that is at work within you in other words that. God doesn't have to add to you. He can work with what you already have on the inside of you, that power that is on the inside of you as a believer, and he can do greater than what you're even thinking about. So the question is, what's your persuasion? Have you allowed the trauma of your past experiences to persuade you? to not love again to not move forward have you allowed the failures of past business endeavors to persuade you (laughs) not to try again I'm I'm thinking of this one time when Jesus was in the boat with the disciples and Peter says we've been toiling all night I'm a professional fisherman by trade and we've been out here fishing and we've caught nothing and Jesus gives a simple command and says cast your net to the other side <laughs> and I can imagine Peter and his expertise is saying, and his reasoning and his logic based off his experience I've already tried the side I tried both sides I've, I've done everything that we've been trained that I've been trained to do I've done everything that my experience has taught me even in the successes of my previous experiences and it hasn't worked if you come with something so simple that's, cast your net on the other side and then he says but at your will I'll do it and when he cast that net to the other side there were so many fish he couldn't even gather it all he had to solicit help (laughs) to gather all the fish that were on the other side I want to tell you that there is such greatness ahead of you. Don't live from the lower realm of experience, of family history, of your own history. But I would that you would be persuaded that there is greater ahead of you, that there is more that you have not seen, there is greatness that you have not experienced. There is success beyond what you've already experienced. There is a level of fulfillment beyond the greatest level that you've already experienced. If you're still breathing, there is more. And I understand that you may feel like I have certain limitations that I didn't have uh, 10 years ago or five years ago or even a year ago or even a few months ago, but I want to encourage you to be persuaded of that which is higher, that which is greater. And listen, you gotta learn to believe. Beyond the hurt, beyond the pain, you gotta learn to believe so that you can live. Live to the fullness. Live intentionally. Live live vigorously. Live with the confidence that life was meant to be lived. Live with an expectation of fulfillment. So, maybe some of us need to go back into our old journals and things that we had washed up because we were at that time living from a place of a lower persuasion. We were living from a persuasion that. Said we couldn't, but the Bible says that all things are possible to them that believe. Um, I I have a song that I wrote, and um, at one point in time I had a praise and worship team, and we would travel to different Musicals and churches in the Houston area, and um, and then I had a band that I was with, and uh, we were playing different different venues and so forth. But uh, this one song talked about this concept of experiencing life um, and believing that God was nowhere around, that He wasn't there. But and then in retrospect, you realize that He He was there. You just didn't see Him at the time that you were going through what you were going through. But He was there. You didn't really. Um, hear his voice as much, or you felt like he was ignoring you, but in actuality, he was more present than you thought. And, but in that, you learn that no matter what I feel, it's imperative for me to trust and believe. And prayerfully, um, I'll I'll release this single out this year, but it speaks about this concept, this idea, this reality that we have to trust and believe and that all things are are possible if you trust and believe. And I want you to trust and I want you to believe that greater is ahead of you. Good is behind you. (laughs) And I want you to put yourself in the mindset where you can start building momentum towards the things that are ahead of you don't let your only persuasion be limited confined and constricted and blocked because of the past because of family history because of other people's ideas and expectations whether it be good or bad because there are people who believe in you But I want your belief to be beyond their belief in you. I want you to believe in yourself. That God believed enough in your potential that he gave you the vision, he gave you the aspiration, he gave you the desire, he gave you the drive, he gave you the vision. And if you begin to follow and pursue, you will find, (laughs) you will find that the details will begin to emerge if you set yourself on the pathway. And many of us for so long have avoided the pathway because we were believing less than. We were believing in opposition of the possibility. And so in this session, no matter what season you're in, I want you to have a higher persuasion than what you touch, taste, see, and feel. I want you to believe beyond the heartbreak, to believe beyond whatever it is that you've experienced that has told you no. I'll end it with this. The scripture says that the promises of God are yes and amen. He has given you the yes, that amen is up to you. Can you agree that it's possible? Can you agree that this possibility is not a global, generistic possibility, but it is a specific possibility towards you. I can do it. It's. I have what it takes. And everything that you need is attracted to your belief system that you can do it. Everything that you will need to get it done is attracted to the momentum of you using what It's already in your hands, already in your ability to do. So I want you to agree with me and I am agreeing with you. We're going to get it done. (laughs) We're going to do it. We're going to make it happen because we are persuaded of a higher persuasion. We're persuaded beyond our history and experiences and family history and we're persuaded beyond what other people's thoughts and expectations and limitations may be. We believe beyond other people's belief in us. We believe in the potential that God has given us. Believe it. Because your belief, your belief is essential to the momentum progression and ultimately the manifestation of what you are believing for i hope this session has empowered you to go beyond and i realize that you may be in a place where you've already made some strides you've probably already made some movements you've probably already have made or encountered some successes so take this as the boost to keep going to not become stale and comfortable on the level that you're on, but believe that there's more. There is another level of greatness, there is another level of success that you can add to your vision. You can add to it. Maybe you feel like you you've you've accomplished it all. Well, what's next? What's more? Because life. Is about giving what what more, what more, what more, what more. Not from a greedy standpoint, not from an arrogant standpoint, but from the standpoint of progression, understanding, momentum, understanding that life is giving and it requires your belief. All right. Make sure you share it. Make sure you like it. Give me some feedback. I'll see you in the next session. Hey, thanks again for joining me in this discussion today, Empowerment Sessions. I really appreciate and hope that you did take the time to subscribe if you already haven't. And also, if you took a moment to share it, if you haven't, you still got time to do it. Now, listen, remember that this podcast is meant to empower the authentic version of you to impact the world around you like only you can. Now, you can follow me even after the podcast is over on Instagram at empowerment underscore sessions or at I am Philip Super. And even on Facebook, you can join the empowerment community as well. If you follow me on there with empowerment sessions page. All right. I look forward to adding you guys to the group and seeing your comments on how this podcast has really impacted you in a positive way. Until next time, remember, it's all about you being empowered to help the next generation.